We are dream girls. Oh, we'll make you happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are dream girls. Boy, we'll always be here. We are dream girls. Dream girls. Dream girls will never leave you. And all you gotta do is dream, and I will be there. Welcome on in to this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman, and I'm Sabrina. And I just want to let you all know that Sabrina's wearing the do-rag. It's actually not a do-rag. It's my wig cap, but it looked like a do-rag. <laughs> you need to get rid of that loose-ass wig cap. <laughs> no, it's on so tight because my... my it's tight? Twi- I feel, it's tight. It is tight. <laughs> because, because my twist is big. Wow. Because my hair is puffy, actually. Okay. I was like, this, she really got a do-rag on, so I'm going to out you. No, I don't care. I wear a do-rag if I want to. So, this is our first show of the new year. How was your New Year's? My New Year's was very good. My mom cooked, not for me, but she cooked for me the next day. But but my mom cooked. I was with my dog. You know, it was his first New Year's. Um, I was in a house, even though I was sick. Well, I'm still a little sick, but I'm getting over it. But I still... Like, I still had a good New Year's. I mean, like, being around family and, like, my dog, like, how can you beat that? Exactly. That's how I feel. And my last meal of 2017 was Thai food and that, my from my favorite Thai place in Philly. And that's how I'm going into the New Year, unapologetically ethnic. Okay, I like that's, that. <laughs> that's yeah. I really like that. It's a great way to end it. Um, I was supposed to like get dressed up and be in my house, or like my my uncle was doing something, and it's just really important to kind of bring a new year with my family, like you said. And then my homie Larry actually had a party. He's a DJ, so he was DJing it, and he he DJed my twenty fifth birthday party. And I knew I'm like it's gonna be popping. Yeah, DJ. I really wanted to go to that, but I was like I don't want to. The next day, everybody be like, oh, I got a call. And then I'm like, I'm the culprit. Well, I was going to go until I went to the gym and I saw that, like you said, when the temperature is younger than you, you stay in. Yeah, it's so cold like here in Philly to the point where it, it does absolutely control every single thing that I do. Exactly. Like, I haven't been, like, today was the first day I've been out in a while. Like, since, when did, was the last time I worked? I worked Saturday? Yeah. Or so, yeah, I have not been out the house since, like, Saturday. Like, <laughs> because it's just been so cold and on top of me getting sick. I'm like, and I got this whole week off. I don't think y'all gonna see me. I'm just not that person. Like you, I watch like Mariah Carey perform, and like all these other people outside, like watching the New Year shit go down. And I'm yeah. just like, uh, no, I can't. I'm, I'm not functional. I cannot, and I will not participate. And in I got weather. cold, like. It was, like, my ankles be cold. Yeah, and it was so cold that when I was watching Steve Harvey, like, on the countdown <laughs> I thing, I was thinking about how much he got paid. Like, I was, it was that <laughs> yeah, cold that no, I was thinking about seriously. how much did he get paid to be out there. No, seriously. I was thinking the same thing about Mariah Carey. And I'm like, I always, I'm always like, no, I'm never going to be on that cold. I'm like, 
But sometimes you have to, like Mariah Carey, like how much, but how much she get paid though? When does it become worth it to be that, that fucking cold? Yeah, exactly. Like, and when it was, it was that cold that I wasn't thinking like about nothing else. I was just thinking about like how much money, like, and I was thinking about the mental preparation yeah. going out there. And staying in it. Yes, and staying in it. And I was thinking about what they had on under, yeah. like, cause it, we didn't, we didn't continue to watch the whole thing, but like some of it, Steve Harvey like announced to this family, I think they were from. From Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. yeah, that they were gonna give them a, like a new house or whatever and help them build their house yeah. that they had lost, and they had wanted to cry, but it was no tears coming out. <laughs> but their face were so ex- it was so expressive, and that's the same thing that happened. I forgot her name, but a girl, the girl that he was co-hosting with, she was got married, mm-hmm. um, and she was she wanted to cry, but it was just so cold that yeah. like you couldn't do none of it. And I hate to talk about the weather for any longer, but you know it's cold when it start being your answer for everything. They're like, yeah. you, you about to go to the gym, man, it's cold out there. You about to go do this, it's too cold. It's yes. too cold for everything. It is. And it's to the point where I'm uncomfortable in a house even with heat because I know it's cold outside and I don't want to move too much. I'm like, let me take my shower tonight yep. because it's too cold. And I had, before we came here, when I told you that, I was like, I'm rusted. Because I just, like, because you know, when you had, because I fucking found out that most cold medicine is not vegan. And I'm like, well, damn, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? <laughs> so I've been trying to, like, drink tea and, like, you know, just do natural blah, 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 even though I'm not that natural. But I had my dog laying on me to keep yes. me warm, even though we had the heat on. But you know when the heat is like, I think it's like, time, like it'll go off at a certain thing, yeah. and then it'll come back exactly. on. Like, our heat is like time like that. So, so, are, so is ours, and I just... I'm like, no, I need it around the clock. I mean, I know God. it's... It, the bills, you know, racks up. But I just, I'm, I'm so East Coast, but I really think about moving down South every winter. Every winter, I'm like, this how is bad nuts. do I need to be near my family? Because, like, this ugh. is unreal. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. 15 fucking degrees for three days straight. And my windshield wiper fluid is frozen in the morning. Like, come that's on now. That's fucked up. That's really weird. Yeah. Alright, let's talk about something that's not weird. Um, <laughs> You know, it's a new year. Everybody's interested in getting on the right track with mm-hmm. health, but oh my god. Every day, I have a crazy craving for a food that I really like. And so is Sabria, and it's just, yes. cravings are just natural. They never go away. But we today, we wanted to talk about four foods that we wish were healthy. Four very unhealthy foods that we <laughs> wish were healthy. And it's like getting to the point, because I was saying earlier to you, my dad had a <laughs> slice of pizza that, because... Um, I had wanted, so on the new year, I'm like, all right, what's my food that I'm going to go out on the bang with? Like, what's my last, like, you know, thing, my favorite thing I'm going to have? I was going to get pizza mm-hmm. um, from the vegan pizza place here, Blackbird. Shout out to Blackbird. I love Blackbird. I know, me too. But I was going to get pizza from there, but then I was like, no, because I was going to order from Caviar because it was so fucking cold. And it was going to be a lot, a lot of money. I was like, eh. Even though I ordered from Postmates and I did, I got a code. So it was like a little cheaper. So, but yeah, I wanted to order pizza. So, like, for the past few days, I've been wanting vegan pizza. My dad had this fucking slice of pizza. And when I tell you, he folded it up. When somebody <laughs> folded up the pizza, that's like, that shit, I was like, oh my gosh, I want pizza so bad. But I'm like, Cause no. Because that's somebody who ain't for the mess, okay? Yeah. They're not about the dripping, they're not about the stretching of the cheese. They're about how efficient can I fit this pizza? How can I smash the flavor together and really and make I keep it easy. on thinking 
And on top of that, I keep on thinking about, so like a few weeks ago, I had this um, vegan pizza from Whole Foods. It was like barbecue chicken, like something. That shit was so fucking good. I was at the bus stop just fucking it up. I like, know. I never wait till I was, get home. You know me when I eat in the car yeah. all the time. <laughs> but like I was, I literally but the crazy thing was, was eating I, a crust by the time I pulled out the park. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this pizza was so fucking good. So obviously number one is pizza. I <laughs> wish it was healthy because I'm like, because I just found out that I lost four pounds Woo-hoo. since like the the last few weeks and like I was freaking out because I thought I'm like for sure I'm either I have not lost any or I gained like two mm-hmm. so I lost four pounds and I'm like well damn I definitely can't go back I can't have a pizza but oh my gosh it's like oh so pizza definitely is number one number two would have to fucking be the oatmeal chocolate chip cookies from Whole, Whole Foods. Foods. Damn. I, That's a good one. Them things I are love good. those. And they're only, they only have them vegan. And when um, I was dumb, I used to think that they was healthy because they yeah. vegan and they from Whole Foods. I thought, I could have seven of these jumbo cookies. No, because. They're vegan. I saw, <laughs> I saw one of them. I saw the calories on one of them. And it's like 800 something. Jeez. And I'm like, that is. And I That's was not knocking, right. And I was knocking out like two of them. <laughs> That's a, and I was eating a meal on you top of it. You had a day's worth of calories and cookies. <laughs> and cookies. That's fucked up. And I was wondering why I wasn't losing weight. You said, but they're vegan. Yeah, but that's not true. All that fucking sugar. Those fucking cookies, oh my God, they are so good. So good. And so, hey, Jordan. Hey, Jordan. So, so good. Oh, Jordan just walked so in. So those cookies, mm-hmm. number three, would have to be two. Damn. Number three would have to be probably French fries. Mm. Like, I love French fries. Like, especially, um, it's French fries from this place called Savas. I love You when love Savas fries. I love Savas fries. We could be fries. anywhere in the city, and I'm like, we're going to get some of She's like, well, there's Savas. <laughs> I'm like, that's across the city. <laughs> because this is what I do. So, this is... um. <laughs> It's this restaurant called Ed's near me, and they're very like vegan friendly. <laughs> but they, the they have, from yeah, then they have vegan, they have vegan fries. I mean, not vegan fries. They have uh, they have vegan cheese, and they make vegan pizza, and they have a uh, veggie burger. And you can get, and I swear, y'all, like I got the vegan cheese. This is the combo: you get vegan <laughs> cheese, you get the sesame seed bun, you get pickles, tomatoes, and that shit tastes just like a fucking Big Mac. Like it's crazy, but it's vegan. But anyway, <laughs> I'll get a veggie burger from Ed's and then get fries from Salva's because yeah. I love and I their go, fries. And I walk with you each time. <laughs> and they're right next to each yeah. other, though, so it's convenient. Because I love, like, rustic potatoes, like, real-ass <laughs> potatoes. Like a real bitch you are. Yeah. So, yeah, three would definitely have to be, like, french fries. Just eating, like, abundance of french fries. Like, oh, my gosh. Hot ones. Crispy yes. Yes. So, number four. Damn. What the fuck would number four be? I got one. For me? Yeah. Macaroni and cheese. That is, yes. Oh my gosh, that is so mm-hmm. fucking true, you mind. This vegan fucking mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. The culprit for one reason why I gained <laughs> like 30 pounds when I, <laughs> that shit, like, I was telling my cousin, 
I gave away being vegan because I found out how to make vegan mac and cheese, and I'm the only vegan in my house. So I was making like a whole fucking pan, like because I was following a recipe, <laughs> and the recipe is for like multiple people. So I'm eating a fucking but I whole picture you, pan. I picture you get the pan out, and in the bowl you put something in the bowl, and you be like, "Here you go, mom and dad." And then you go sit down and eat like out the pan. <laughs> Like, you have your feet crossed watching TV with a pan on your leg? That's basically how I was. And I was literally eating macaroni and cheese for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I like, do remember a point in time where was, every single day you was like, mac, mac, and mac. So, yeah, this vegan mac and cheese, like, I already fucking wish. And I tried to make the gluten-free version. It was terrible. But also, like, in my defense, not even in my defense, in Noodle's defense, <laughs> I use <laughs> I use chickpea noodles, which is a terrible fucking idea. Like whoever no, created so, and I really am not feeling people trying to replace everything with chickpeas. But the thing, is, yeah, I'm chick, sorry. Yeah, I'm about to say chickpeas. Even those chickpea puffs, like I ate them because you gave them to me, but I wouldn't. I don't. I, mm. Oh yeah, the chi- those chickpea puffs, they were they were good. I like those, but um, I think brown rice noodles would be good because I've, I've used brown that was good. rice. I've tasted it when you did that. Before. Yeah, I've used brown rice. I've put the like mac and cheese sauce on brown rice and that tastes very good. But I think brown rice noodles would be better because the noodle, like that cheese, like that vegan cheese sauce with like the noodles, like the elbow noodles, that just do something to me. I'm yeah. like, it's just... And they are delicious. It's That's so what delicious. They and Iman, I had an idea to make fried macaroni and cheese balls. Um, Go on. Yeah, that so pink with panko breadcrumbs and fry them. Oh, yeah. And so I'm going to Whenever make you're that, ready, I'm ready. I'm making that on like a major cheat day. No time soon. No time soon. Probably <laughs> after Valentine's Day for sure. After Valentine's Day for sure, yeah. All right, well, that's, uh, this really is Black Girl Brunch. We love talking about food here. Really but, do. all right, so <laughs> my first one is ice cream, and that's, you know, I ain't got no tight. I like ice cream and, like, you know, the pint. I like milkshakes. I like ice cream you cake. Really I like ice cream sandwiches. I like ice cream sickles. Like, whatever you really way you have it, I would like it. You know, I've been trying the Halo Top ice cream, which is actually good. Like, there's a lot of fake ice creams where it's, like, literally fake ice cream. But this is a light ice cream. It's not, a, 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 a like, an ice cream snack. It's actually just a lighter version of ice cream. It's really good, too. Like, is it going to taste like... Ben and Jerry's? Absolutely not. But <laughs> will it get that craving out the way? And sometimes that's just what it's about. It's just yeah. like finding something to get you over that craving. Mm. Um, second would be Hennessy. Um, <laughs> it's just no good for me. I, I mean, but I wish it was. Like, we just would talk about how I genuinely, genuinely like it. And I've liked it before other black people found. Like, I hate I, to be I, that I, hipster. Yeah. I hate to be that hipster Bitch, but I, me and my family have been drinking Hennessy for years. Like, I yeah. feel like people just got onto it, and that's cool. Like, because liquors have waves. Like, liquors really do have waves. Like, remember yeah. everybody was drinking Cold 45? Ew. Like, now y'all want to be my uncle all of a sudden. Everybody <laughs> want to drink Cold 45. All right, cool. All right, so that, and we got cake. Um, I'm mm. actually moving away from cake, but something about pineapple upside-down cake and cheesecake, um... Like, I just don't see my life without it. Oh, my gosh. You got to try this vegan cheesecake. My mom even said it was good. No. Okay. That I'll def- What about that cheesecake we had at that restaurant? Oh, my God. That was outstanding. God. That shit I ain't believe was, that was crazy. Vegan. I ain't believe that that was vegan, to be honest. To this moment, I'm still like, maybe he mixed it up. with like, That no. shit was wild. No, I've had vegan cheesecake food. I hadn't had the chocolate one. I just had regular. <laughs> that, that shit, I told you I'd ride on the scooter to get it. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, and the last one, I, I share the same passion as you, pizza. I wish that it was healthy um, because crazy. I just, today the pizza wagon came to work, and the pizza wagon is just literally a wagon where they make pizza, little small private pizzas. You said no to it? I said not today, Satan. <gasps> no, I'm you so won't. so proud of you, No, man. you know what? I closed that email out so quick because I'm like, this is not, not January 2nd. Come on, I can't fuck up on January 2nd. Catch me on January 23rd. And I might be like, fuck it, I deserve it. But I've done nothing to deserve pizza. Yeah, on I'm January so happy because I know you have been you have been caving in to the office. Uh, yeah, the office tree. really, really gets to me. Like, because every, like, you go to your desk, it's like scones, it's somebody's birthday tomorrow. But, like, like I said, I start telling myself to say no to myself the way my mom would say no to me. Yeah. And it's scary. So I don't question it and yeah. that's how I got to do myself yep all right so now it's time to toast for a sis so this week we're toasting to um actually this is my girlfriend her name is Rachel I met her in middle school and we were neighbors she's always been super super cool and she actually has a non-profit organization um called busy on purpose and it's just pretty much I about that name yeah especially like First, I'm like, busy on purpose? What does that mean? And I looked it up, and it's pretty much her mission is to get kids busy on purpose because there's so many times where, you know, the black kids like me and Sabria that grew up in, like, you know, urban environments, grew up in the hood, you know, we find our passions by mistake, and we're fortunate, and we're guided, and, like, somebody takes an interest in us in school, and we kind of, like, our, our hobbies fall on our lap. But there are so many kids who have no hobbies, are not busy, they're so misguided, it's mm-hmm. easier for them to become vulnerable to a lot of the negative influences. But her organization is working on getting kids busy on purpose, not mm-hmm. just falling into a hobby. You know, she said she just fell into cheerleading and she was like, you know, it changed my life. It was such a really, really good activity. But so many kids, they never have something that consumes them or snatches their attention. Yeah. And they just go through life as adults with no interests, no hobbies. And it happens to our kids more than anything else. Yep. So we're happy to be teaming up with her, actually, for her community against engagement event um this saturday it's a huntington rec center at 1101 west huntington park philadelphia pa from 1 to 4 30 and you can check her out on instagram at busy on purpose okay and yeah so we're just going to be there talking about like how to start a podcast hopefully it's some kids or younger people who are interested in starting their creative projects some teens and we could talk to them if not we could just meet other vendors it's like going to be filled with black owned businesses local businesses women owned businesses like cool shit like i'm really gonna have my coin ready because like unless somebody has some shea butter i'm I'm going to be ready all right And the next person we want to toast to um, is actually our friend Sean. Said he had an Uber driver, and the Uber driver kind of talked about how he cuts um, hair for homeless people. His name is Joshua Santiago, and, yeah, his Instagram is empoweringcuts underscore, and he provides free haircuts and and highlights the lives of beautiful homeless individuals by helping them restore hopes in their lives. And that's really amazing because so many people don't want to touch homeless people in any type of way. Yeah. They they don't want to touch their lives, let alone touch their hair and stuff like that. And it's amazing how just cutting somebody's hair, getting their appearance together can really, really 
Just they, lift their confidence. Yeah, and they can, like, go to job interviews, maybe. And it gets rid of the stigma that, like, they're dirty, they don't want to do anything. Like, yeah. you don't know people's story. Like, you really don't know people's story. Like, granted, I wish I need to, I need to make it more of a priority to kind of, like, understand, like, homeless people a little bit more. But one thing I can say for myself is I don't stigmatize them. Yeah, because you just never know. You never know. All right, so now it's time to move into tea time. And speaking of tea, why does somebody forget Mariah Carey's tea? <laughs> Y'all know how she is. like. <sighs> so right before she was performing, <laughs> what's what's the name of that? It's like, I want to say Dick Van Dyke. Is it, it, it wasn't Dick Clark's. It was a, I thought it was, it was Dick Clark. Clark. Yeah, it was Dick. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke. Who is that? It, Dick Van Dyke is, a, is an actor. But he's... Like from the old times, like yeah, the Dick Van Dyke show. So yeah, I should know that. Okay, Dick Clark's rocking New Year's something. You know, <laughs> New Year's Eve. Anyway, y'all know she be singing with for <laughs> white people in the cold every year in New York. Um, and last year she did a terrible job, and this year <laughs> she did, she did all right. She did a pretty great job. She sung. I, she sung like without. She didn't lip sync. I know. I could tell, and it sounded really, really good. But I think that Mariah Carey was using that tea thing just in case she didn't sound good, so she could once it was over, she could be like. <laughs> Well, someone forgot my tea. But what happened was she got on stage and she threw some major shade. She was just like, so I guess there's no tea. No tea for me. Oh, well. Like, clearly shading one of her assistants or somebody backstage who forgot her tea. She couldn't just let it go. But I think that that was like a defense mechanism. It probably was. I think that she never asked anybody for no tea. Yeah, they probably was like, what the fuck is she doing? Yeah, they probably, somebody probably got fired for something she didn't even ask for. But Mariah's going to be Mariah. She's wild as hell. Do you think she redeemed herself? Um, I'm not going to lie. I did not watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like you and your family always watching live events. The thing is, we started watching the one on Fox, but then we wanted to watch it. Me and my mom, me and my mom wanted to watch it, but we couldn't find it for free. And I was like, "All right, I'm gonna buy it." And then when I saw that shit was twenty dollars, I'm like, "Um." <laughs> I thought it was like seven ninety nine. I know it's always demand. like four ninety nine. Yeah, for twenty four like, hours, you like fair enough. Yeah, I'm like a movie ticket. Exactly. I'm like, no, we could have went to the fucking movie to see this. So now we not watching a damn thing. You know? <laughs> it'll be on. It'll be on. HBO soon. Yeah, that's how I'm like, I'm not fucking buying it. Stephen <laughs> King ain't getting a dime out of me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I thought she did good. And that's just, I don't, I don't know what happened to Mariah Carey's voice. All, you know, everybody says she had like a nervous breakdown and stuff, but I yeah. still don't understand what that has to do with your voice. I don't know either. <laughs> I feel like black people just be saying shit sometimes. <laughs> like, I feel like they be like, no, say, she used to be talented, but. Like, they love an urban legend. Yeah, I'm about to say, I fucking had a nervous breakdown, and I still sound like I know. the fucking I, scratchy cat that I am. I know, but, like, I really never challenged nobody on it. Like, when people say Mariah Carey, like, can't sing anymore because she had a nervous breakdown, I'd be like, oh. That <laughs> only way, I'd be like, What? <laughs> That's not why. Like literally, she just probably year. her voice just probably don't have the same range. For, and she's older. older. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> still love her, but everybody be like, yeah, something happened to her. She had a nervous breakdown. She was never the same again. Black <laughs> people. <laughs> what? My mom say stuff like that. My mom. My mom told me, and then other people backed her up. And for years, I never. Okay. Well, <laughs> Blue Ivy. 
she appeared. Like, she showed up. She did. And oh my God, that head nod. So, <laughs> the Family Feud video dropped, and I'm not going to lie, I didn't care at first. I didn't, and like... I'm over Jay-Z, and I was like, too. I'm just going to watch Beyonce parts and move on. Yeah, also, like, shout out to Peter, because he sent me a clip where it was just Beyonce's part, and then... Because <laughs> that's why I was like, oh, I didn't see the video, but it was just like, somebody had edited it out, the just Beyonce, but I looked and seen that... Today we saw that Beyonce uploaded just her like her parts. <laughs> she knows. She knows why we're here. She knows that you know we not seeing it. Nobody give anymore. a damn about that nigga. Yeah, his voice getting shakier and shakier <laughs> since he admitted that he was a cheater. It's that scumbag. bitch assness. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, I did not know Blue Ivy was going to appear, and it changed fucking everything. She looks so cute. She like had first fur. of all, she well, she had feathers. Okay. Yeah, and her fucking ponytail was like, it's so perfect. Like it was no hair coming out the back. No. I'm like, wow. And you when know will what? I ever. You know what? Every time I see her puff just booming and thriving, I think about the fuck faces who used to talk about. She need to do something with her hair. Yeah, what y'all she doing, do y'all ugly ass bitches? They probably look like picking ninnies right now from the <laughs> lace fronts and the picking and the patting and the pooting on their hair. <laughs> and here's the thing, though. Like, a lot of bitches always try and talk about us natural girls and how it's unkept and how they just can't do it. But why you leave out so short, huh? Huh? Exactly. Answer me that. Fried head asshole. If your puff looks like Blue Ivy's, then you know what? You get a pass. But if your puff does not look like Blue Ivy's and you talk shit about her when she was a kid, it gotta hurt. It gotta hurt watching her just thrive and her hair get longer and healthier and thicker and and kinkier. But yeah, she's gonna have those inches like her mother. Yep. But she, like you said, she 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 walks down. She ushers Jay Z down this like walkway, and then she tells Jay Z to go away. And he looks <laughs> at her like, "You sure?" And she nods, like, "Yeah, please leave the family." Shook. I know. And then, like, everyone's like, "Did you see the video?" I'm like, "I saw what I needed to see." Yeah. Cause I thought it was more. I like. I thought I wasn't gonna be able to see anything. Um, of Beyonce because I was ready to download a title but then I was like uh, I'm saving it for special occasions yeah I'm saving it for like Beyonce exclusive like not a featurette like exclusive. yeah I want it to be her like, like you I know was she in- gonna do something crazy this summer because she coming off that weight so quick yeah and I was in fucking shambles when I'm feeling myself really released and I couldn't da- I forgot like why I couldn't download titles some reason I couldn't download title, but I was in fucking shambles yeah. Well, 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 guys. Um, I don't watch Love and Hip Hop anything, but something recently caught our attention. Our good friend Rex tagged us into a post. Sorry. He tagged us in a post on social media from somebody named Amara La Negra. She's like a part La of. La Negra. La Negra. Yeah. You sound like a white person. You said that. But a, First a white of all, bitch, say, you try to read a hashtag. <laughs> oh, you reading a hashtag. Yes. Oh, I didn't know. Damn, I, you get know, off my like, back. I was trying to see what like, the grassy name. ass. <laughs> they were high shinies. That's how I sound. <laughs> Don't white people do that. And behind Monique, it's like all of a sudden <laughs> I felt like you called me a nigga. That's weird. Just like that. I felt like you called me a nigga. <laughs> Especially when they call me Aman. That's violent. Oh. 
That is violence. But anyway, um, Amara, she is an Afro Latina, and like honestly, yeah, her skin is so even <laughs> that I thought she was in blackface when I first saw her. <laughs> I was like, get the fuck out of here, Rachel Dolezal. Now she's trying to be Afro Latina, but I really, and it's not. It's just her skin is the most even thing. Yeah, and she showed a picture when she was a kid. But it's crazy because I've unfollow her for some reason. I forgot why. <laughs> I always unfollow. I always do that. Like, celebrities, like, they, if they do get one her, thing to make you mad. And I unfollow. But I forgot why I unfollowed her. And I think it's funny <laughs> that now she's blowing up. And I'm like, well, I can't follow her again. They're like, oh, you dicky. And then I'm like, yeah. well. Because I've been new about her. But I just, like, but yeah. Um, she's Afro-Latina. Yeah, she's right? Dominican. And some guy named Young Hollywood. I don't know if he's on the show. I don't know who he, he is. is. Them lip pussy. And I just still don't get his point. Like he was like giving her shit for like being a proud Afro Latina and being like, "Well, you're not African." And I'm like, "Well, yeah." He talks about what is it like? Are you African? Like, are you Latin? Like, what? Is, you could be both. You like, literally can be both. You can be fucking all both. the time. People most, are both every day. Yeah, I was about to say, and most Dominicans are fucking black. Yes, Cardi B. Okay. Yeah. But they just don't know it. And some of them do know it and are very proud of it. Like Zoe Saldana, ever since we got on her about being <laughs> Nina Simone, she's proud of it too. Yeah, that's what she needed. Ever since then, though, before she was quiet as shit and it was like, you can't play Nina Simone, get that <laughs> fake nose off. She's like, I'm a black woman too. <laughs> I ate mangoes in the Dominican Republic. Yeah. Or Colombia, where the fuck she from? I'm like, all right, girl. She literally said that shit. She started talking about how she missed being a kid, eating fresh mangoes. I was like, well, bitch, now you got um, GMOs in yours, so just enjoy it. But anyway, oh, my gosh, we can't get to the point. But Amara La Negra, she was just saying how she's a proud, like, Afro-Latina, and I just really wish people get on board with it. Like, I don't understand how people are still not it's so on board with afro It's so crazy, like, how y'all act like it's just a total different like, it's like you can't wrap your head around like black people can be like can't be black and Latina. Like, yeah. I don't get it. I'm just telling you though, like sh- her. But then stand- y'all be wanting to say nigga and all that stuff like that. Like, what is the truth? What is the truth? And this woman is gorgeous. I will say that she is gorgeous. But if it comes out in the future that she is in blackface and she's secretly like <laughs> Rachel Dolezal's little sister. I just want y'all to know y'all heard it here first. Eva, why was she? I don't know. I don't trust people with skin that even. Like, it is. It's all the way down to her feet. Her her skin is like that. She showed a picture when she was a kid. It's like, yeah, I believe you, what you're saying. I I mean this as a compliment, but it sounds terrible. Because it's crazy She showed uh, She showed a picture when she was a kid. Yeah. Photoshop's a bitch like that, right? Eva. So, no, I really believe she black. It's just, I want to know her skin regimen. Pronto. She from Miami. She doing it good. You oh, do the Maybe man. I can get that in my life. <laughs> I got, like, what, 25% Cuban in me. <laughs> and my, um, and I could just move down south where I belong. Because I just told you, I, I belong down south. I hate the cold weather. I like eating okra. That's a southern vegetable. <laughs> All right. So, Moving on to our next subject. Oh, let's talk about e- the ATL sequel. Sabrina ain't want to talk about this, but I feel like this is big news. I feel like this is big news. I'm honestly, my like, wig is secured. You um, didn't like ATL? It irks me when it first came Oh, out. yeah, because you didn't like being black back then. <laughs> well. 
you was still a nigga hater back then, right? You was too. I know. I was never like you. <laughs> I was always like, I actually, I was fake deep when I was younger. I was never like white people. I did like white men because black men hated me. So I didn't know. I was a little confused there. And I thought like white girls were okay and funny. I've learned different. I know better. <laughs> but <laughs> I've learned. I learned in a year. But I always liked black ass movies. I just, the movies just. So always... you never watched it? I watched it, but I don't remember it like that. I, I watched it. <sighs> I did. Because oh my, my mom liked it. <laughs> there we go. My mom liked it, so it was forced upon me. All right, well, the reason why I talk about it is because Lauren London, she recently went, what? You know what Complex magazine where they be like sneaker shopping that thing where Bella did and she was saying dope. <laughs> she did that with Complex magazine and they asked her about ATL and she said it's in the works. She doesn't know where it's at and we would have to ask T.I. And I'm like, how the fuck is it in the works? See, that's the shit. <laughs> that's, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's really nigga production. <laughs> Either you are working on the film, you are in it. How do you not know where it's at? And like no no shade, but like I don't know where she's getting her coin from because <laughs> what are you going um, Nipsey Nipple <laughs> Nipsey Nipple barely like um, I know where she getting that coin from the way Charles yeah I know but you can't be riding on his like, little hills he gonna be eighteen like mama Ka- before you know Kaya it. called um Regine resume because. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Where's the lotto? All the Nobody bitches. A, I still don't know what Toya voice sound like. And she's had it shows for years. <laughs> she got a heavy southern accent. I don't know what she talking about. What, all I know is she always smiling. Uh, all them bitches is being the fed of a little Wayne. Yes, but Lauren London, she like, what I'm saying is, is Nip, Nipsey Nipple. He, you know, he, Nipsey Heppel. I don't he know if he's right. I know. Aaron, you Joe and shit? What's that, your dad? First of all, I know Nipsey Knuckles' names. I'm just saying it to be... You really ruined the fun. No, because y'all was talking about Nipsey Hussle and I like the song. Eric. Is that the song where they shout at people? I know we... Do they say, his name's Nipsey Hussle in the song? <laughs> I don't understand. It's... You're really violent, but... He jealous as shit. Anyway, um, Nipsey... <laughs> Nipsey Knuckles is not making enough money for, for this for her to be riding like this. I'm like, bitch, you better find out when that movie is on and be on set pronto. Like pretty bitches like that don't care. She, Cause no. I, I feel like in her head, she's like, oh, I'll just have another baby. Yeah, I'm gonna be new, new no matter. She is gonna be new, new no matter what. Like they can't get nobody. Maybe else to do he it. a writer. Like they're like waiting on Ti. I'm like Ti. <sighs> ASAP. ASAP. I just feel like he don't give a shit right now. Anyway, speaking of somebody else who don't give a shit right about now, um, Tamar. Yes, Tamar I love went this off. Tamar. I love this Tamar. Me too, because like Tamar has really, really put up a fight for her marriage and put up a fight for Vince. So I know that she has had it with him. If she's just airing his business out like that, and oh my God, when was it? The day before New Year's? Yeah, she said. She said Vince is having a baby with his whore (laughs) and decided to let me know about it tonight. That stupid broke ass whore should check public records on Christmas before she goes through (laughs) with it. He called back despite of his order of protection, begging and lying like he's hanging out with Joe and Roxy. I don't get that, but she (laughs) she said that's credible, no shade. However, anyway, she goes on, goes on, goes on about how she's gonna have a fresh start in 2018 and blah blah blah, and. 
we're like, okay, so we get it that Vince has cheated. He's got a side bitch pregnant. That side bitch has contacted Tamar, and Tamar is like, you need to check the public records for Christmas. So, of course, the shade room did, and it turns out <laughs> that Vince got arrested for uh, violating his order of protection by calling Tamar. Ooh. So, bitch, you want to you wanna reveal everything, but you need, you don't even know shit about the man you messing with. Two. Uh-uh-uh. You side bitches are getting very bold. Getting bold and, and ballsy. And remember that thing I sent you? The shade room deleted it. I don't know why they deleted what? it. Remember that thing? It was like ruining uh, the marriages or something because y'all want a nut and everybody, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit. That is crazy. Boom. That is crazy. I believe that shit. Because, like, what the fuck is wrong? Like, I, like, y'all niggas not even crafty, not even. Y'all be leaving Residue. 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 And the residue and women, is a fucking baby. And it creates. I just, and it goes on and on and I can't on. imagine cheating, but I reckon if I did cheat, I would be safe as fuck because I wouldn't want to get caught. That I mean, he has been cheating for years, apparently, but yeah. like, how how do you just get Oh my God. And it's not like it's the beginning of the time. Like, say you was like Adam, right? And you was cheating on Eve. Or and like, you seriously didn't know that, like, fuck, if I cheat, like, y'all yeah. niggas know. Yeah. You know. You know. I don't, I can't understand being in that much of the heat of the moment. Like, I didn't, like, for instance, I was, um, I could say last year. <laughs> it's a new year. But last year, I was like sleeping with this boy who was like, him and his girlfriend was on and off. And they was off. And I'm like, huh, are y'all off? Like, but I'm like, listen, I need my nut. And that ain't y'all. Like, y'all ain't together. So it's only so much, you know, I can do. And plus, she was doing crazy stuff, whatever. But I made sure, and I was on birth control, I made sure we always use protection every time we slept together. Yeah, please. Because I'm like, no, like, I'm not getting, because y'all off right now, but I don't want y'all to get back on, and then I'm my dumb ass sitting here with a fucking baby. A refrigerator on your back. Yeah. And wigless, like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Why would your wig have to go away? It's because you're pregnant. Because I probably wouldn't be able to afford to buy my wig. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you with these thick-ass cornrows. I'll be, Sabrina, you just turn right. You don't want want to see Sabrina, is that you? (laughs) Y'all some dickheads. Dumb-dumbs. So, that, all right, that's shade. Here's the real shade, though. So, Laura Govin. All right, if you don't know Laura Govin... Think basketball wives, think eyebrows, think pointy chin. And just, <laughs> like, just think hard. It's like light skin Cruella DeVille. You know she got a podcast with uh, M Dollars? Are you kidding me? I thought I thought I sent it to you. I don't know it was Laura Golden and M Dollars. What the fuck is her, do they have in common? I don't know. And there's some other girl. I'm like, where do they ever like That what? is so gross. But Laura, like she did like she has been She's too old. That's she's what, too shit. old and she looks it. She looks evil and old. And she was with Gilbert Arenas on and off. And, like, say oh no more. Because he is just... He makes my skin curl what, back. How does he even... Like, I, what is his claim to fame besides leaving, like, mean-ass comments? Yeah, I guess he's a basketball player. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess he has talent. They're, I guess he's an athlete. But uh, the reason why we're talking about Laura is because she's the person that commented on Tamar's post, her rant. And Tamar pretty much was just like, listen, don't you be fucking around with my baby dad too? 
she like pretty much called her out for that and said her friend was like her friend also slept yeah. with Vince. But Gilbert Arena said that he has the receipts to prove that Laura has slept with him and been <gasps> fucking around with him. And it's just been a messy weekend for those three. I'm like over that mess. I just want Tamar to move on. I'm so over that mouth breather Vince. Because oh he says God. nothing. He says nothing. He is just such a fucking like. I hate when people like had their mouth open like they're like, no uh, just it, like it just flies and then he because just probably just an choke adult, on the fucking fly. As an adult, <laughs> as an adult, you should be able to close your mouth. Just cl- he really do look like that fat fuck that had the pickles <laughs> under the, his uh, tongue. Yeah, yeah, under his tongue on SpongeBob. Yes, and his lips are protrude like. Ew, it just looked like he had... And he really think he the shit because he lost all that weight. I'm like, you still look like... You look like a fucking loose dick. He really do. He really do. You know them funny pacifiers that people put in babies' mouths <laughs> yeah. and make it look like they got crazy teeth and stuff? That's what his mouth looked like. He had a pacifier or something in it. And I'm like... He looks like a flaccid dick. Lima bean head-ass niggas. I'm telling you, they always show off. Tell me his head don't look like a llama bean. It do. And the thing is, I cannot believe he's fucking around with all that loose-ass fucking skin from losing 400 pounds in two weeks. I know. And then, but but he threw he threw shades on and put some cargo pants on. And he like, you know what? I'm the shit. Tamar, bless you for fighting to save that. Because I once I would have I would have divorced him at the height of his career, which was about five, six years ago. Yeah. And moved on. So, yeah, girl, keep it going. Keep it going. All right. So, you know what? We Do we have time to talk our breakups and break-ins? I guess real quick. So, choose between T.I. and Tiny, or we can talk about Evelyn, Lozada, and French. <sighs> That's a hard one. I don't know. Because, like, are you tired of talking about Tiny and Tia? Yeah, I feel like it's been a few months, though. I have. I know, because I, 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 I have more You info. know what? Yeah, me too. Because fucking, um... Tiny with that fucking dumbass butt. That looks so bad. I don't understand how you It's like a swollen all pumpkin. Her surgery, <laughs> all her surgery looks really bad. All her surgery looks like she got it done at 22nd of Lehigh. And I don't understand how she has so much access to so much money. It looks at so all. dumb. She could have been like, can you squirt a little bit of that fat in, in the like, leg? In my leg. You, exactly. You're supposed to, like, y'all are such dickheads. Like, you should know those <laughs> thighs have to match that butt. Yeah, and more importantly, like, just the liaison between the thigh and the butt, there's always, like, this big space. Like, they can't squirt no fat. Like, I don't know how it works, but I figure, like, the needle being filled with juice. And mm-hmm. as they put and it you're in... you're scientifically right. Yeah, it's filled with juice, and as they put it there, it fills out. Why can't you just put some juice in between the butt cheek and the back of their leg? Because yeah. that's what it is. It literally, like you said, looked like they got this heavy-ass pamper on. Yeah, she looks like a... She like he sh- repeatedly shit, shit on, on herself. herself. Like, and it swelled up. It's like a yeah. Yeah. Shitty pamper, yeah. So she was on stage performing, and she decided to like do a little bop, like with her butt. I don't know what it was, and I was, it I, was I was like, "What am I staring at?" And then Ti runs out and slaps it. And at that moment, I'm like, "Wow, her diaper's about to fly off her ass!" <laughs> but it didn't. Her butt jiggled. It did jiggle. I can say that. And he started rapping, and everybody was like, "Oh, goals." I'm like, oh, no, the my thing God. is, you're right. That is gold, because y'all, a bunch of y'all are looking like dickheads and keep on going back to the same nigga that wear funny hats. Oh, my God. I just don't. 
And you know what's sad when you look on like the shade room or ball alert and you see someone you know, like, oh, and you'd be like, oh, wow, I didn't know you was dumb. This no, I did. No, it be sometimes it surprises me. Yeah, it's True. like repeat, it's repeat offenders that are just stupid and you know. Y'all are dickheads and like, I'm gonna, I'm just, this is a new year. This is, and a lot of you, I, I just tweeted this like, a lot of you bitches are just too dumb for my liking. Yeah, and it's like, I can't get over it. I can't get over it because I don't understand how you can look at T.I.'s lumpy ass head and <laughs> Tiny's lumpy everything. And, and say goals. And say goals. And they lumpy ass marriage. Yeah, they <laughs> lumpy ass relationship. Like, please. Like, no, just... because he literally embarrassed her on TV. And now she's like, I'm picturing myself like getting embarrassed and then dancing, like looking behind me, like, hey, <laughs> like that. Yeah, like that's hey, daddy. Bae. It's like daddy hey, literally. Did, what did he do to her at the table? What the, what was that? We he said he spent them. two million on. I yeah. spent two million on you when she talked about him cheating and she. Was like, I spent two million. Like, I just feel like you know what though, that's for y'all. That's for y'all. You fucking birds. Yes. And all right, real quick. So Evelyn Lozada from Basketball Wives is now <laughs> dating French Montana. That shit is weird. Let me. Okay. Evelyn Lozada, I think is weird because she just came off of a fresh divorce with a baseball player. Smart sis. They don't get injured. Very <laughs> smart to you know date a baseball player. It's like no, I'm just kidding. But you ain't gonna tell me she ain't date. She ain't get that baby and run. You are not going to tell me Evelyn did not do that. Okay? Yeah, that shit is weird. That's number one. Number two, I like that French Montana. It's a shame that I had to say this in 2018. It, I like that French Montana always dates women his age. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, true. I feel like in Hollywood, nobody true. does it. No men, men don't do that anymore. Like They don't. It's a shame I'm giving them credit for just not being, like, uh, in my mind, a pedophile. But, <laughs> like... Even Diddy, not a pedophile, but look at the age difference between him and Cassie. Yeah. Like, uh, The weekend can never date somebody around no. his age. Like, and he's oh. not even that old. He's our age. Yeah, but he, he just can't. Like, obviously, Tiger just fucking couldn't help himself. Like, it's so many guys. Like, they fucking Scott Disick. They cannot Disgusting. date girls their age. Yeah. Drake does a good job, I feel like, at dating. But yeah, I, I, I feel like does. Drake isn't as old as French. Like, French got to be knocking on 40 door. And yeah. he's, like, been with... Khloe Kardashian, who's I um, think is in her thirties or at least her late twenties. He's been I've seen him out with Sanaa Lathan. Oh yeah, um, um, Trina. Trina. He did Trina dirty. I did he not did. like that. That's and now um, he's been hanging out with Evelyn Lozada. Yeah. And how do we know that? Because she posted, she was posted up with him on New Year's, and she also posted a photo of herself with the hashtag Han. <laughs> Isn't she forty? Imagine. Oh, Khloe Kardashian's thirty three. Oh, Khloe Kardashian is 33? Yeah. I don't know why I feel like she's, like, externally, like, 28. <laughs> Eternally 28. Which one is external and whatever? But, um, yeah, French Montana, he's always dating somebody his age. And I don't know. I feel like I'm next, though. I feel like I'll be the one where he would, like, go down <laughs> and get younger. Wow. You just laughed right at the thought. Because I, mean, I didn't ever... even know you was going to throw yourself in there. I just kind of liked him after Unforgettable. Oh, after you saw him with Hank holding a baby? Yeah. I know. I felt like that, too. Like I know. This, I was like, wow. At the BET Awards. Because there's certain ways where men hold babies where you be like, oh, you a real nigga, huh? Yeah. Like, if no, a guy if a guy can rap and hold a baby in one arm, that's like, that's some black boy shit. I like that. <laughs> 
I really do. But if a nigga holding a baby and a baby like neck, <laughs> neck rolling all over the place or they can't do it, they can't concentrate, I'm like, oh, this a family man. Remember Drake did that shit and what's that video where he like, worse, motherfucker never loved us? Yeah, that's the song. Never loved us? Oh, no, worst behavior. I'm on my right? worst behavior. Yeah. <laughs> he had a baby in that video and he was down south. So I was like, wow, I think I'm, I think I'm pregnant as we speak. <laughs> So, <laughs> so now I like French Montana. Just sometimes. Just sometimes, yeah. I think I just want to get me pregnant. True. Just get I the baby and run. Get the baby and run. Speaking of, Holly Berry posted <laughs> her middle finger to say goodbye to 2017. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I shit. said, what happened to you this year, sis? <laughs> no, seriously. This is the one year her baby daddies ain't fight on Christmas. And she was like, fuck you, 2017. No, that's why. She loved drama. She loved drama. She loved men fighting over her. She's fucking wild. And in movies, she be acting crazy. And I'm like, Holly is such a good actress. She's not acting. <laughs> She's just be like, all right, think what you do when you go home. Freak out. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I think about that picture. What she was saying, fuck can you. a girl? Oh, yeah. She said, fuck you, 2017. And you just have to wonder what happened to Holly Berry to make her say this. You're just happy to be on Instagram. That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. So now it's time to go into the sunken place. Um, unlikely character this week. <laughs> we have Nick Cannon. Because we who who knew Nick Cannon was a dickhead, right? <laughs> who knew? Right. So Nick Cannon is um in the sunken place because he's doing a project with uh, Chris Brown. It's called She Ball. So, pretty much. Keep it. She Bells. <laughs> she Bells the box office. But anyway, um, it's a movie and a lot of people are wondering like, all right, well, Nick, why are you working with Chris Brown, you know, after his... Not not accusations. His his terrible violent past. I'm with, sorry. I'm with never everyone, with everyone. I am never. I'm sorry. I'm never going to let that hold up. Like Rih- Rihanna forgave him, but I don't have to. Yeah, and that's what for a while that was like getting me over. I'm like, I guess I got to mind my business about it. But then I'm like, my queen, my queen, Rihanna. You put your hands on her. You put your hands on Frank Ocean. You threw a window yeah. through my Robin uh, Robin's windows when she asked you questions. Yeah. You put your hands on sweet little Karuchi because I don't give a shit. That girl is too little for you to be putting your hands and on. And he fucking um, dressed up as a Taliban for yeah. Halloween. Just a bunch of shit that it's just like, you know He's what? always violent. He's right. finally calmed down, but I'm not giving him no points for cooling it the fuck out and yeah. acting like a no. normal. People won't be like, he ain't hit nobody in eight months. <laughs> oh, whoa. Neither have I. I haven't hit anybody in eight months either. It's because that's normal. <laughs> The fuck? I'm not giving Chris Brown no piece of cake because he been making music and minding his business. Yeah, he didn't raise hell for eight consecutive years. Yeah. He's high tired. Guy. Yeah. Anyway, Nick Cannon goes, you know, he's not go- he said, Why would I hate on him? What about Sean Penn? They hate on him, he added. And he was just saying how... Yeah, fuck him too. He was saying there's definitely a double standard. They want to turn a black man into a monster anytime they this can. Shit. He yeah. is a monster. Here's the thing. That's true. Why did America do want to turn 
black men into monsters. It's true. But we can only say that when they're actually not monsters. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? The fucking guy from Star Wars, John Boy Boyetta, like, I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm not sure. But he's a fucking sweetheart. Yeah. And if they tried to make him seem pretty. like Or when, Trayvon Martin. Yeah. Where, you know, as soon as George Zimmerman started looking like he was under fire, the pictures came out of him and his middle finger. Him with weed. That's trying to paint a black man as a monster. When yeah. shit, it don't have shit to do with it. Yeah. But it really does. It's like, do I want Chris Brown to never get booked for another job? Yes, I do. Because, you know what? I don't want R. Kelly to get booked for another job. I mean, no, I don't. I don't want him to ever get booked for another job. Yeah. I don't want R. Kelly to ever get booked for another job because I believe in putting terrible people out of work. And, like, yeah, I no understand true. everybody, like, want to ride on the fact that, oh, Chris Brown's the most talented entertainer since Michael Jackson has died. It's like, so fucking what? When is it? I just feel like he never got a chance to be accountable. Yes, I do believe that he lost more initially than what he would have if he was white. Because look at that Ryan Lochte guy. Yeah. He got, like, a decent ass, like... Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, he was that Olympian liar who got... He, he may have got dropped from Speedo, but he got picked up from, like, a medicine brand, like a big medicine brand for advertisement, like sometimes people are sorry. Some bullshit like that. So yeah, do they judge black men Eat harder? Cornhole. <laughs> okay. Do they <laughs> judge black men harder? Absolutely. But does that mean that we need to start creating a space where black men can just thrive being monsters? No, because who does it usually affect? Black women. Yeah, no. Black women. And, like, Nick Cannon, you taking up for Chris Brown has nothing to do with you trying to ride out for a black man. It's disrespect towards black women mm-hmm. because you're saying what he, d- he did wasn't that bad. And, again, all these niggas always got daughters. Always got daughters. They but they think, them. oh, no, not my, my row. Yeah. Not my row. She's... She's just, you know, she's Mariah. She's light-skinned. She's Mariah's child. She's my child. And a nigga will put their hands on her, too. Mm-hmm. And then you then have to watch a nigga thrive. Exactly. Because what you going to do about it? Because that shit, like, just thinking about, like, I'm just thinking about, like, I've been in situations where, like, men have put the fear of God in me. Like, that I just. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the fear of God. But I was like, when? No, wait. But I know that I've been in a situation where like men have just like overpowered me. Nah, I, I know just feel like yeah. I just feel like so uncomfortable, so scared. And I'm just thinking about seeing those men like throb. Like, how would I feel? I'm thinking about a lover punching me in my lip to the point where it bled. Like, yeah, like that's, that's what I'm thinking scary. about. Like, even if you did that shit to me, I would be like, what the fuck? Like, that's so scary. Somebody you love hitting you, busting your face. It wasn't the first time. And then he brings Sean Penn into it. Sean Penn shouldn't be thriving either. I know. Fuck Sean Penn. Like, like honestly. And, but th- like, that's that logic. But y'all let Sean Penn thrive. So I got to thrive. He got to thrive too. It's like, just say you don't care. Yeah, I'd rather, rather say you don't care. Or, or say something like, everybody deserves second chances and forgiveness. Again. Yeah. I mean, I just I'm not on the same page as you, but, just but I do understand if in your heart you believe in forgiving people and redemption. Yeah. Like I get, but if don't you do say that. some young don't bullshit. Don't say some. Well, Sean Penn, like it all goes back in the disrespect, like that the hatred to, of women. Yeah, people really don't. They see women as a pawn like that. Yeah, Sean be the woman and he okay, like. I just don't understand that logic. Women, we do so much for you guys. Like, yeah. we do so much all the time. And that's just so scary. And I feel like once you're like that, you're like, oh, like, that's in you. Like, 
Yeah, and I think God, Somewhere. Rihanna grew up and like just let that thing go. Because yep. for a long time, I ain't never think she was going to do that. But, yeah, same. And I'm still scared some days because I know Chris Brown probably gave good dick. Like, I know that that's what it was. <laughs> and like, I was listening to her album recently, and ain't nobody, first of all, I fucking hate Ain't Nobody's Business. I hate that fucking song. Yeah. And they came on, and I'm like, and I just skipped it. I'm like, um, this is forever embedded in like history. You got know to think Brianna was about our age when she was going through that, right? She was maybe a little bit younger. I don't know. She's about our age, and age. I'm just like, I'm not impressionable, but I can see myself, and I can see myself forgiving people a little bit more at 25 than I would ever forgive somebody at 29. Yeah. And I still wouldn't for you. Like, I'm just not a forgiven person now, but yeah, I don't no, love same. Chris Brown. Yeah. So it's different for me to talk yeah. about. I don't love him. That's very true. So, I don't know. But Nick Cannon, you know, fuck you. Like, yeah, you. fuck you. Fuck Chris honestly, Brown. Fuck Sean Penn. Fuck Woody Allen. Let this yeah. be the year. Let me just say, <laughs> let this be the year that Woody Allen drops dead. Oh, you've been saying that for a very long time. I've been saying that for. And you've been hoping and praying, and as long I, I've been saying this because he really is the creep meister. The He's the king of a thriving creep, like the king of thriving creeps. They give these this nigga like um award. Yeah, the academy they just will not talk about it. Will he gotta not die. Recognize it. He gotta die. He, it's like Oprah says, some people just have to die. And this year, I am. I'm just. Let's pull through. Let's, you know what? There's only style Woody Allen. Just let's let go. Let there's go. only three good things that Nick Cannon has really given us, and that's Mariah Carey's Twins. Yes. That's uh, Drumline. True. And that's the song Gigolo. I fucking love Gigolo. That, that fucking love that song. That was my shit. Mine too. You know what I just dun, realized? Dun, what? Ain't R. Kelly on that he song? He is, but you know what? I will not let R. Kelly ruin some things for me. Like, <laughs> I was listening to Cassidy Hotel, and I heard the beat come on, because they don't say featuring R. Kelly. It, oh, don't. it don't. So then he come in like, yeah, you want to come to my hotel? <laughs> I'm like, get away. <laughs> it, it's so creepy him talking about somebody coming to his hotel. Yeah, now that you know the And concept. all you got to do is holler at me. He's begging. It's like, <laughs> get out of here. And I put him like under the girl table. Like, I know you want to come to my old though. And she's like, please leave. Please, please, please. I'm with my parents. He's like, you're 18. <laughs> Yo, you're he got drop dead, too. He do got to drop dead. That's why the guy who robbed him admitted to it and said that he didn't take it back. He <laughs> really? said he owed me. <laughs> yeah. He said he owed me. Me. And I was laughing. Me robbing Woody Allen. Ken Fury said, somebody send this great man some zebra cakes for the holidays <laughs> to jail because he really t- <laughs> Because that is fucked up, though. He had to go to jail during the holidays. Everybody, he a hero. He is a hero. The but fuck? he in jail. Like, Tegan Fury said, we should send him some zebra cakes or something. Some little Debbies. But he like zebra cakes? I just feel like that's a good package <laughs> good to give to somebody in jail. Yeah, like, honestly, like, re- let's raise this nigga Bell. Like, yeah, fuck that's a GoFundMe. Yeah. That's a GoFundMe. He robbed R. Kelly blind. It was an operation. <laughs> like, whenever you steal niggas' TVs, you gotta have a dump truck or something. Like, you gotta have, you, in a way, you robbing somebody with a, like, Honda Civic when you do some shit like that. No, he's a hero. American hero. Wow. Okay. Great. All right. Now it's time. <laughs> 
Move on to common sense, sis. Sorry, so many sis sis segments. Confused. <laughs> All right, so we, recently, Sabrina and I, last week, we hung out together and we went to a vegan Chinese restaurant. What was the name of it? New Harmony. Uh, cool. Okay, I told somebody it was called Sweet Harmony. So I have to go <laughs> respond to that text after this. But um, <laughs> they're going to be in Chinatown, lost like shit. Because <laughs> I have no clue where it's located. Anyway. Yeah, after we went to this vegan Chinese um place, I was like snapping. It was Chinese or Japanese? It was Chinese. Okay, Chinese place. I was like snapping all these pictures of our food on the Black Girl Brunch page. I'm going to start doing that more, by the way, because a lot of people like reached out to us. And people were like, hey, like, where is this place? Like, blase, blase. Can you talk more about like veganism? Can you talk more about like healthy living? And for me, I'm not vegan. I'm transitioning, but... I'm vegetarian right now, mm-hmm. and I will be for a while. <laughs> so today, that's kind of what we're going to talk about. We talked about health in the past, but I think it's never a, too many times to talk about health, specifically yeah. right now in the new year. Yeah, because I know a lot of people want to change and stuff. And, like, I recently made a post on, like, because I know people are like, oh, like, I want to be vegan or vegetarian, like, you know, starting with the new year. Um, and I wrote a post about, like, on my personal um, Instagram uh, saying that, like, how to start it and then, like, stick with it. Um, because a lot of people start stuff and then, like, they stop it. But me, like, I'm somebody that, like, when it comes to stuff like that, like, dietary stuff, like, I'm so good with, like, sticking with it. And I know Iman is the same way. Yeah. Um, it's like once you're on board, you're on board. It may take me a minute to yeah. get on board. But when I am, I'm there. Yeah, and it also, it helps, like, I I feel like guilt is a big factor that helps me personally. Like, Mm -hmm. because once I started, like, finding out different things and stuff, how stuff was made and all that stuff. How it helps the environment. How it helps the environment, stuff like that. People are under the impression, impression that being vegan or vegetarian only helps animals. They have... Excuse me. They have no clue about the idea, that portion you talk about, like, with the farmers. Yeah. You know, how, you know, they're treated. You, They have no clue about, like, how it actually helps the, like, global or your global footprint. Yeah. So I think that... Carbon footprint. So, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Carbon footprint, it definitely helps that. And people don't, like, I really didn't know anything about that. I thought the only benefit, I thought it was super... Strictly superficial reasons for being vegan outside of, like, care for animals. It's like, oh, no, I'm doing it for my body. Like, I'm doing yeah. it because I want to be trendy and healthy. And it's, like, so many bigger benefits than that. Yeah. And because, well, because I know there's some people that just, like, they don't care about it And they consider themselves, like, plant-based. They don't. But I'm like, you're vegan. But they don't. They consider themselves yeah. plant-based because they're, like, they do it or for their. Yeah, they do it for their health or whatever. But, um. But, yeah, it helps when you think about it, like, the bigger picture. Because if you do something for yourself, you're like, oh, like, like for instance, I have a problem with, like, um, being vegan easy for me. But, like, snacks, junk food and stuff, I'm like, all right, this is only affecting me. So, like, I don't care. <laughs> like, exactly. sometimes I I'm think. I'm accountable for it. Yeah, I'm accountable for it. But, like, if I was to eat, like, you know, meat or something like that, I'm like, I would feel bad because I'm like, oh, my gosh. This is, like, I'm taking advantage of, like, this animal. I'm, like, doing this from the earth, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm just fucking up, like, this and the third. Like, I would feel guilty. And on top of that, like, I just don't have any, like, cravings for me. Or I just, I don't like it. But I would feel, like, 
I would be more, you know, susceptible to feel mm-hmm. um, like guilty because I'm thinking of stuff outside of me. Right. And uh, this, a lot, of, like Sabrina said, guilt is the reason why you became vegan or yeah. you can maintain veganism. But for me, sometimes guilt is the reason why I don't become vegan or vegetarian. Guilt from, like, not being able to participate in, like, family events. Mm -hmm. Guilt from not being able to eat certain things that, like, my grandma make because, like, we all know food is, like, very, very emotional. And every this season or that season, my mom makes something. And each year, I can't have something that's mm. on my mom's Christmas list that I've been eating for years. And I always feel like I kind of made her feel, like, sad. Or, like, for example, on Christmas Eve, I went over to my aunt's house. My stepmom always makes, like, fried shrimp. And this was my first year not being able to have it. And everybody was like, hey, mom, will you, you don't have this? You can't eat this? You can't have that? And I started feeling like... Like, I was a hassle. I started feeling guilty. Like, damn, wouldn't it be easier if I just was like everybody else and I ate it like everyone else? And then to think next year, I won't be able to eat the cake and macaroni and cheese. It literally maybe the pasta salad and the celery tray because the dip is freaking got like milk or something in it. Mm-hmm. It just makes me feel like I'm all, I'm, I'm causing trouble. But something that I've done to detach myself from that. It's like, my health is my business. It's not a family affair. My health is not a family affair. And I'm, that's something I'm just going to have to take on the chin. Like gluttony is associated with a lot of holidays in addition to memories. Exactly. And you don't want to face that because you having fun eating barbecue and macaroni and cheese. Mm -hmm. But when you take a step back and you realize how unhealthy it is and look at food for what it is, stop looking at that macaroni and cheese like grandma's love and start looking at it like, oh, that's grease. That's butter. That's pasta, that's cheese. That's unnecessary. That sounds like such a ter- it sounds like you're ripping down your dreams, but think of it as the equivalent of like being in your teenage room with all these word up posters and ripping that shit down because now you're an adult and you want to see your clean walls and really, really work your space out differently. No, that's very true. Like you just ripping it down. It hurts because you're like, oh my God, I'm closing a chapter in my life. It's going to be a discussion because I don't know why food means so much, but I'm trying to break away from it being such an emotional thing yeah because that's why you eat food when you're happy and sad versus going on a run i want runs to be associated with happiness and i want healthy food i want to think of healthy food as me for rewarding my body it's all about you know the mental space like i know this sounds corny but you have to rewire your mental space and i think that's very good especially for you to say that because i know with my family it's kind of easier because they like adapted Mm -hmm. like especially also because i started so young like when i i had stopped eating meat and i was only eating seafood when i was 15 Mm -hmm. so i I wanted to stop eating seafood i had wanted to be vegan when i was 15 but my parents was like listen you have to eat something because they didn't like really understand it the vegan space wasn't then what it is now yeah exactly and i didn't even really fully understand so i was eating seafood and so they like so like um and i literally stopped like wait before thanksgiving so that thanksgiving we had like you know seafood instead of turkey or whatever um so I did it so young, and so my family is, like, used to it. And so, like, if I come somewhere, like, a family member will call me. I'm like, oh, can you eat this? Can you eat that? Or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they'll have something there for me to eat. Mm-hmm. So, and like that, we were saying. Important. Yeah, and like we were saying earlier, like, that shit is, like, inviting people with, like, you know, different dietary needs. Like, 
to events and not having something for us, that it's shit is rude. dead. It's it is so, so rude. fucking rude. It is oh my rude. god, how do you invite somebody somewhere and not think about the fact like if you become vegan or vegetarian, the people you love will adjust for you. And if not, exactly. you can be like, remember how you used to show up with your own food? <laughs> so we're always show up with our own food. And I'm about to start doing the same thing because like people really don't be prepared. <laughs> Also, I just wanted to say, you never know who you can inspire exactly. by being vegetarian or vegan that's or why even I pescatarian. Stick, that's how I stick to my shit. If you got to one step it at a time, cut out steak, cut out pork, then cut out chicken and just like live off that. Don't pressure yourself because I did that like two times and I felt two times. The first time I wanted to be a pescatarian, I felt because I limited too much. The first time I wanted to become a, a vegetarian slash vegan, I felt because I limited too much and I had I had no like fallback options because I didn't take my time. But you know, once I really really took my time and became veg- pescatarian, my mom became a pescatarian too. And I yeah. never would have thought my mom would have done I've that. I've never thought you know, that. Sabrina knows my mom, and my mom mm-hmm. is somebody who has been eating chicken, steak, pork, pork chops, her whole entire life. Yeah. And she became pescatarian because I did. And then my aunt Donna, who um same has grown grown up just like my mom. I remember how much they love ribs and burgers. She became a pescatarian too. Yeah. And they all did it because. I led the way. And then I did it because Sabria did it. So then I was like, okay, I'm never going to become vegetarian. But then Sabria became vegetarian. And then I became vegetarian. And now because I'm vegetarian, my mom is starting to cut seafood out of her diet. Yes, like you, that is wild. You I never, never really thought your mom It's because that. you just, you could be, you need to get an inspiration so you could be that inspiration for somebody exactly. else. Exactly. And when people see that you're serious, like that's why like, some, I know I could be annoying sometimes, but I am so fucking serious about being vegan. And, like, by me being so serious that, like, people are like, oh, shit, like, okay, this is, like, for real. Like, so, like Iman said, like, I can inspire people because I'm so serious. Like, when my parents, so I live in Philly, like, and Jenkintown is, like, the suburbs, like, whatever. It's, like, far away. Yeah. My parents drove all the way there to get me a vegan birthday cake on mm-hmm. my birthday. After that, I was, like, no bullshit. Like, I cannot. Because before, because I was, like, I was, like, I was vegetarian, but, like, I was, like, daddling with, like, veganism for a while. <laughs> daddling. And, um, so for my birthday, um, for what birthday was it? When I graduated, um, college I think yeah so like in 2015 I think I had a vegan birthday cake so since 2015 I've been having like vegan birthday cakes yeah and they're good um, shit too. yeah they've always been good but when my parents did that they drove I said oh no like I can never I gotta be so right. I gotta be oh so serious about this because they they took me because like I know a lot of people parents don't when they want to do something they don't take them seriously mm-hmm. and my Sometimes my parents do that, but, like, they knew that I was dead ass about, like, wanting to be vegan. Because it's something I've been wanting to be vegan since I was 15. Um, And so when I saw them do that, I'm like, oh, no, I got to be serious. Right. I got to be. And it makes me happy to be, like, pioneering in, like, black vegetarianism. Yeah. Because 
and for you, black veganism, because you don't see it as much. I mean, definitely now you see yeah. it way more than you have ever seen it before. Mm-hmm. But it's not a lot of like, black, I didn't know not one black vegetarian growing up. I only seen them on movies, like, and they seem weird. Yeah. To me. You know, it was like the freaky, earthy girl. And I'm like Topanga from like, yeah. even though. Topanga, Topanga is a mood, but like it was, it's always like girls like her, like walk around in clogs and stuff. And you never knew you could be like cool. And I just, I'm really loving the fact that it's normal now. It's like normal to be vegetarian. Like vegan is the new vegetarian. Like vegetarian is like totally like not even hard anymore. Yeah. There's so many options for being vegetarian. And vegan is kind of like that next step where it's like, okay, it's a little harder to work this space, but still, you know, pretty, pretty good. I don't know. I'm just, I really want people to like to take their time because it's easy to say like, you'll never do it. I used to say that like, I can't do it. I can't give up this. It becomes easier over time, just like anything else. And like right now, I have a relative who's really, really sick and you know, it happens in life. But one thing that's really inspired me to become plant-based and eat for nutrients and eat just for life and eat for energy is seeing that relative sick because I know deep, deep down inside, like this relative has cancer, but if they maybe maintained a healthier life and got themselves checked out regularly, ate a little bit better and took care of themselves that who knows, they might have had a different outcome. And that relative told me that themselves. He was like, listen, sweetie, Continue what you're doing. Don't let anybody in this family make you feel weird for eating that way. And once he told me that and was like, that could have helped me, I was like, I really need to stay on top of this. And I need to take the emotions out of eating because I don't want to feel like my mom has had a stroke and she's in her early 50s. My dad has high blood pressure. It's in my blood to be unhealthy. My grandma has diabetes. Like my aunt has lupus. It's just like so much shit going on in my family. In the black community, we're so much more at risk for breast cancer, mm-hmm. uh, high blood pressure, heart disease. So the list goes on. When black people and Latina people are at the very top, yep. we need to do better. Because, like, I never became, like, per se, vegan for my health. Like, I never, I always did it for, like, ethical reasons. Mm-hmm. But educating myself and learning more and stuff. And I'm like, oh, like, I can benefit from this. Like, and... Like, you know, I have such a better relationship with food. And, like, I enjoy exactly. eating. I love. It's not, like, a project or anything. It's like, I have fun with eating. Like, you know, being on a, you know, well, doing this, like, vegan lifestyle. Like, it's a lifestyle. It's an adventure. Yeah, it, it is, is an adventure. adventure. And it's fun. Like, I have fun cooking. And you have a network. It's you like, have, like, me and you have yeah. Peter and you have Rel and Sean now, too. Yep. It's just so, it's it's cool. Yeah, I really, I really love it. It's so great. And also, like, another thing, I, like, one of my favorite, like, quotes was, before I went vegan, I read, is, like, my body is not a cemetery. And also, like, why would you eat something dead if you want to feel, like, you know, alive? Yeah. And, like, that's so true. Like, I feel it. Like, I feel so, like, when I do eat, like, when I'm not, like, you know, eating, because, like, junk food is junk food. But um, when I, like, just just eat like vegetables and like stuff like that. I just feel and like beans and stuff like that. I'm like my energy actually is like up. It's so crazy. Definitely. Definitely. Well, you guys feel free to ask us any questions. If you have any 
about you know veganism vegetarianism where we're at in our journey how we got started off if you just need some support to get you through you could definitely hit either one of us up because we're both at different phases in like the whole the whole game so you could um sorry can't talk you can hit both <laughs> of us up also, I wanted to remind you, um, please come to meet us at the community engagement event. That's if you live in Philadelphia. And it will be at 1101 West Huntington Park Avenue from 1 to 4 community engagement events. Follow Busy On Purpose on Instagram and really understand Rachel's message. If you can, definitely stop by, support Black-owned businesses, local businesses. And we're going to be doing so much more this year. Like, this is our goal. Get out into the community, work with different people, a community artsy, fartsy, fun events. This one's not artsy, fartsy. It's just a community business event. So. Yeah. We're really excited. You got any shout-outs? Do I have any shout-outs? Oh, well, happy New Year's, guys. Yes, happy New Year. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Peace.